0: da
1: uh-huh. oh.
0: infringement concerns the golfer's journal podcast will be playing no music or highlights from the 2015 players championship for the re-teed event you're about to hear
1: ricky fowler owns the island green johnny that's better than most
2: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Golfer's Journal podcast presented by Titleist, the number one ball in golf. So, a little Players' Championship theme music for you there. I think that's what that was. Thanks for sticking around through that and giving me a chance to welcome you to what is a fantastic podcast today. Today we're returning to what was a really popular format the last time we did it, Reteed, where we revisit a tournament of great significance or of legend. Last time you might recall we took a dive into the 2008 U.S. Open with no lang ups Chris Solomon, Solly and Sean Martin and our own Casey Bannon. Well today same idea different tournament we're going to dig into the 2015 Players Championship. Appropriate timing of course and we're doing so with our intrepid editor Travis Hill and with friend of the Golfers Journal and best man of Travis, quite literally, Chris Reimer. Travis covered the players for any number of years. And Chris, you might remember from some other podcast, was a PGA Tour comms exec for a very long time. So they're going to be able to give us a close look behind the scenes of the event and take us right there, right back to 2015. Now, before I turn it back over to Travis, just reminding everyone that no matter what tournament you're looking back to on tour or looking forward towards, the thing they'll all have in common is the number one ball in play that week is going to be a Titleist. And now more than ever, with the new Pro V1 and Pro V1X, reimagine from core to cover, you've got to get the new and the latest ball in your bag. That's what they're going to be playing at Sawgrass, so why would you settle for something else? As Titleist likes to tell us, bring your best. Also, please keep an eye out. Golfers Journal 15 is right around the corner. Keep following us at Golfers Journal. Keep following me at Coinwriter. And please keep supporting our great sponsors from the pages of the Golfer's Journal. And those would be Link Soul, Scotty Cameron, Titleist, New York Private Bank and Trust, Oakley, links and Kings, and now, officially with number 15, Footjoy, joining the Golfer's Journal family. Thank you for your support. Great to have you on board. All right, Chris and Travis, time to go back to you. Coming to us from where else deep in the heart of sorrow.
1: Still playing. I can still
2: play it in your head
1: playing.
0: <laughs> uh, welcome to the Golfer's Journal podcast. I'm your editor, Travis Hill. Uh, alongside me is uh, my good friend and former PGA Tour vice president of communications and Mr. Players Championship, Chris Reimer.
1: Hello, Travis. That got me fired up. Yeah. I'm ready.
0: <laughs> I think the neighbors heard that. Yeah. Here we are. I can say that we are live from Sawgrass. Um, I think this house was built by pete Dye. Might <laughs> we're live from my patio which is within shouting distance of it's a, a street across the street from the 17th
1: hole it's uh it's clearly player season here it in is, actually the pollen is thick <laughs> the, yep. uh, the the garden the gardeners are everywhere gardeners are everywhere there's there's reseed there's a lot of re-seed bermuda out right there i believe yeah, a lot of action we, we got a is that text. you know? Is that rye? What is it? It's a it's some kind me. of rye mix. Yeah, no, I, okay, I don't know. It's the overseed is what I, I'm trying yes, to Yes, that's right.
0: We got a text of, of uh, the golf course yesterday. We did. Looking crispy. It looks really, really very, nice. Very, very nice. Yeah. Um, so here we are, re-teed. Yeah. This is a podcast we did last year when we did uh, the 2008 U.S. Open with Solly and Smartin. Okay. Which was lovely. Uh, Two won, of my favorite people. One by Eldrick Tiger Woods. Who heard of him we're wishing him all the best yep. in his recovery yes shout yes. out to eldrick. eldrick but this year for the, we are going to do the 2015 players championship why well because it was one of the most fun finishes i think i've ever seen on a golf course uh there was a lot of weird clothes during 2015 great clothes there was uh, Ricky Fowler's
1: girlfriend's back
0: was prominently a lot Ricky of that.
1: There's a lot of her back, yeah. Um, but also Ricky, I mean, really good golf though, incredible golf. And you go back and look, it was fun to go back and watch it because you forget it was certain things, even though it wasn't that long ago. So much has changed, uh, yeah, and which we'll get into. But um, just you know, the headline is is Ricky finishing birdie Eagle birdie birdie on on those four holes, I mean, some of those shots are it, really like <laughs> things he's never done again, yeah and and just again, like going from not even being in contention to suddenly winning and and then a, a playoff with Sergio and Kevin Kisner, which six years later you'd take that playoff right now yeah. and and that would be well, nobody CD. knew who Kis was at the right. time
0: we We're like, who's this
1: guy's awesome? Who is yeah. this guy? Yep, totally. it was and, uh, and Sergio is kind of it's interesting to look at Sergio and Ricky's career. In parallel a little bit starting yeah. from super young age and going through where they are now uh there's some some interesting similarities interesting differences but overall it was it was fun to go back and watch that event remember where i was and, and but also get to see some of those shots again so
0: 2015 set the scene a little bit uh let's. our president is uh it was barack obama which seems like Quite a long time ago now. It <laughs> sure does. <laughs> um, I promise you, you and your friends in the media center at Sawgrass were singing some version of Uptown Funk,
1: I would imagine. I mean, if, if it wasn't with it was the, the friends summer. in the media center, it was certainly with my kids.
0: <laughs> your kids were definitely rocking out. Yeah. They were
3: probably also whipping and nay-naying.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was definitely doing that in the media
3: center. <laughs> I promise <laughs> you. I promise you that was happening. Reimer yeah. was definitely singing See You Again. Like oh, yeah. Charlie Puth. <laughs> See You
1: Again? Oh, yeah. One of my... Many jobs at the tour was dressing up like Saint Nick and going and delivering presents to kids <laughs> at a nearby school. And I remember that year actually Saint Nick was teaching the kids to whip and name, which was just fantastic.
0: Wasn't you were doing it as a charity thing? It wasn't like part of your job description. Oh, no, it, it was part of my job. To name. be clear.
1: It was made very it was made very clear <laughs> right. that if I did the do only that, one that I was gonna be fine. Right. Well <laughs> fair. I've asked Casey to do
0: weirder things. Exactly. Uh also I got married again in twenty fifteen, which was lovely. Oh, okay, congrats.
1: Thank you is uh my second time is your best man yeah also that's the, right yeah. we're
0: actually still currently the now it's the longest marriage i've ever been in so that's exciting
1: not so many people get to do it twice <laughs> for their best friend
0: <laughs> so players championship was in may it was. then uh we're back to march now but jordan spieth had just finished going wire to wire at augusta and was a month out from winning again at chambers
1: there was a, a segment of the broadcast where Justin Thomas was paired, I think, with Sergio in the final round. I think so. Um, and I remember thinking who who would have thought six years later where Justin Thomas would be with, you know, he's always connected to Jordan Speed because of the picture of them eating a sandwich when they were kids. But who would have thought how how things would change for those two? And it's great to see Jordan now seems to be returning to form. And yeah, feels good. Jordan is a guy you would think, because he's not great at anything and he's good at getting up and down and putting and getting the ball in the hole, you would think players would be a great tournament. I remember going into second, his very first trip here, but hasn't done a thing since. I remember going into that
0: uh, 2015, especially. And I'm pretty sure I picked Spieth on every fantasy golf that I possibly could. It was like, I mean, it's a layup and it still feels like you're right. He should be perfectly set up and 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 maybe that's a sneak preview for this. You never know. It's true. He could be, he is trending the right way. Yep. But yeah, this was uh this was Ricky's time. It
1: was, it was Ricky's time and, and Tiger, I think, was super far down. He was coming back from uh um, yeah. you know, an injury and, and I uh, I remember just kind of seeing where he was when we went back and watched you had no idea what was about to come.
0: Well the yeah. space was open. Yeah. Like in twenty fifteen that you know, there was yeah. Jordan was emerging as the dominant guy, but there was it it was no, you know there was no one where you're like, Well, you defaulted to this guy. Right. It was it was wide open for a guy like Ricky to kind of the players kind of is a stage for people to kind of pop up and do that. Yeah. Every now and again,
1: it's, it's usually a leaderboard riddled with a few good names and a few names that come out of nowhere. Nowhere. And I think part of that is, is because of the way the golf course is set up. You go to the U S open, you go to the PGA and they make the courses so long and so tight that half the field shows up and they don't have a chance to win. Whereas Sawgrass, they haven't lengthened it they haven't done much to change it at all other than the 12th hole. Um, and so every, they, they pride themselves on, you know, every player having a chance to win there. And you look at Phil Mickelson and Sergio and tiger, and you know, some of the bigger hitters, Rory, Rory. have won there, but also Jason day won a couple years before him. Exactly. But also Fred Funk and Tim Clark and Matt Kuchar and Siwoo know, Kim. Yeah. Siwoo I see Woo baby. Uh, <laughs> You know, so it is. it is, And that's why I think you see, one, you don't see a lot of guys that just, they're going to win every year, even when they don't have their best stuff. So you don't see a lot of guys with 12 top 10 finishes, four wins and two runner-ups. Tiger shows up, and when he's playing well, he's in contention. Yeah. And when he's not, he isn't. And so you don't. Well, it's like everybody. Yeah. And so it's really who's playing well that week. Um, But it is an era in 2015 where – you know, when I first started working at the tour in '01, when I would go into a media center, if it wasn't Tiger and it wasn't Phil, then it was a crappy leaderboard. Right. His absence in that, you know, mid 2010s, whatever, um, his absence allowed other names to 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 pop up. And 2015 was kind of the height of that. You had Spieth, you had Rory, you had Jason Day, you had Dustin Johnson. You know, a lot of guys that are still good names now, and Ricky yeah. Fowler. Um, All of a sudden, their names started resonating. When they started winning. Yeah. Like Tiger just erased everyone for so long. They started winning majors, started doing things. And then when Tiger came back, it was like that perfect storm of now you have Tiger who can show up on a leaderboard and these other 20 names now that that resonate. So it was was a fun time for some of these young 20-somethings to to plant their flag. Let's
0: let everyone know your job during this time. So... You were working in the communications department, but championship management, which people don't know, is basically the tournaments that the tour owns and
1: operates. Yeah, they, and they're the bigger ones. Right. There are a bunch of tournaments that are, for lack of a better term, franchises. So Monterey Peninsula Foundation runs Pebble Beach. The tour comes in and makes sure that things are going right and the title sponsor takes care of. But if, if they don't sell any tickets, if they don't sell any hospitality, I don't get fired. That's on them. (laughs) Whereas the champ management events are solely owned and operated by the PGA Tour, Players Championship, President's Cup, WGC's, a couple of the playoff events and a few more. So my job was overseeing, you know, not just the media center and the media operations and making sure that beautiful national media members like Travis Hill have what they need to cover the event. Goddamn right. But also selling tickets locally and talking about food and and the fan experience but also you know on a sunday i'm watching players come in making sure that the interviews get done i'm out in the scoring area so i don't always see a lot of the golf i see some of it and i'm there with the champions and i'm i'm a part of it my first ever players championship was the year that um, davis love won
0: 64
1: on a rainy sunday remarkable rainy sunday uh Shot that that one that one shot out of the trees on sixteen was uh, incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit a four iron uh, from the from the. Don't you guys have that four iron in the clubhouse or something? Yeah, like Yeah, I think he put it up there. Um, so anyway, I, we get done, and the last you know the champion has about two hours worth of stuff to do. They go up in the champion's locker room. They thank the volunteers. They do their press conference. The last thing they do is go out to the sawgrass, uh, or excuse me, the the golf channel set. And so uh I was taking Davis out there um uh, in his in a golf cart and he asked me to stop so he could go to the bathroom and pee on a tree by the ninth <laughs> green. So from that moment on, every time I would play the the ninth hole at the stadium, I would remember, Oh, there's the Davis Love Petrie. There's the tree. Uh, yeah. But that was like, <laughs> huh, this is a different kind of job. That was when the, the that's when the job <laughs> got a little different for me. But so I was i heavily invested over the last 20 years in the players' championship. And and though, um you know you'll hear me spout off some things that probably sound like i'm i'm you know holding the the tour's water but at the same time like i truly do believe in the tournament um i think it's become what people wanted it to become and and it's done that through incredible finishes like 2015 and right um
0: well that's the thing about a tournament like that you you know all the major talk aside like you're just gonna kind of let it yeah. breathe a little bit yeah. and if the course is good and produces good winners and yeah. good finishes then you'll be fine and you know you all that other chatter kind of for me it,
1: it doesn't really i don't, I don't give a shit if you think it's major. i could i could give a rat's ass if somebody ever calls but it, it, is a fun. Major. it to me it's it's one of the best golf events in the world well, and yeah it's one of the most fun and yeah i love that it's one of those rare events where the course is kind of the star Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who's coming down the stretch. It could be Travis Hill or it could be Tiger Woods. It won't be me. People, you never know, you're taking lessons. You know? <laughs> it's true. I've got a couple <laughs> it's, lessons. It's not too late. Uh, it, people are going to tune in to see what happens on 16, 17, 18. It's, it's, people are going to wait and see what happens there. It doesn't matter who's, right. who's winning. The course is, is as big of a star as just about any golfer in the world.
0: So from where I sit, I would work the whole week. So I'd be in the media yep. center. Reimer and I would be crossing paths. Reimer and I had a tradition. We had a tradition where I don't even know what I would be doing. I would be doing something and you would just come up and be like. Probably agate. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Shout out Sean Martin and Eric Soderstrom <laughs> from Golf Week. Uh, <laughs> so I would, be, I would be doing anything. I don't even know what I was doing. Usually, yes. Usually fucking around a little bit. And you would tap me on the shoulder and be like, you want to go for a ride? I'd be like oh yeah. yeah and then we'd get in a cart and I'd be like where are we going you're like I don't know I just need to get the fuck out of there for a second <laughs> <laughs> I need a damn break <laughs> and we would just drive through like the entire golf course like up by 17 where everyone's partying and then oh we got some we would always have friends in town that were actual fans that we worked out tickets for so we'd be like you'd be like well my wife's having wine with her friends on number nine let's go over there and so we'd go over there and say hello and Then we'd find like our other golf watching friends and watch a few holes and then back to the music it was a it was for me it was cool it feels like a hometown event and it felt like for a long time um you know that i would i had a really kind of a special look into it that nobody else really could have because i was inside the ropes inside the media center but also i could act like a fan and then always on sunday i thankfully all of my media jobs including this lovely one uh i never really had to do much on sundays so we would go back to my house and watch it there watch the final round because it's hard to watch um all of it at once like on a finish like the one we're talking about you know you have ricky's what five back right after he bogeys 10 yeah and And you're already on
1: 13 to get to seven i think the lead was at 12 at the time and you're
0: like all right well you know not even t- TV's barely talking about him, yeah. and in no way, if you're on course, are you going to like give a shit at all? Yeah. And then his all own the- family left him. <laughs> they
1: went right. to the airport.
0: <laughs> <It's> true, giving <laughs> his family a break in the highlights that you see, they w- they gave up on him too. Yeah, they literally he went to the airport saying, like we out.
1: <laughs> it's a long drive to the Jacksonville it Airport. It is.
0: It so. is. You're looking from there. You're looking at an hour. Ricky must not have the net jets. <laughs> no, going apparently just- not. Yeah. So then he was. So then they had like they got the call at the airport. And they were like, oh, then come back.
1: Turn it around.
0: Still not sure I'd wear that stuff on an airplane, but that's fine. Yeah.
1: Airplane, golf course. Yeah, yeah. Photo shoot. <laughs> Never forget my wife. Like, Beach. Like What is she wearing? It's a windsock. I believe she grabbed a windsock from the uh, side of the road, threw it on. I'm sure she's very nice. person. She came back she, to support. She, her. To her credit, she had no idea she was going to be well, on right. TV. <laughs> I'm like, sure she would have been dressed a lot differently. Had, had Ricky yes. been in the final group, things would have. I'm going to give her no some doubt. credit on that. Yes. She went for comfort. I have no doubt. It's hot in May. It was. <laughs> it's warm. That's right. the only issue. You're right. You're a right. few things. The ride around the golf course always included a couple stops at different food areas. Yeah. Uh, the worst part about my job was that for 20 years, you mentioned, yes, we did have a couple friends that actually went for the golf. We had infinitely more friends who went to get boozed up yeah. and enjoy themselves. There's like a my tailgate wife, party for them. My wife went to the wine and dine on nine and didn't watch a shot. <laughs> um, so now, here I am, finally no longer working for the tour. It's the Players' Championship. I'm ready to go roll down the bed. hill, ready to roll down the hill like you idiots have done, and I can't get a ticket. I can't, I can't get in because of COVID. This is the worst players ever. I'm finally ready to go do what all my friends have been doing since I've been getting <laughs> half of Jacksonville tickets to this damn event, Seriously. and, and now I'm going to be one. watching on TV. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I can say that now. I don't work for the tour.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what we could do? We could set up some lawn chairs in my front yard and watch yeah? the flyover. Great. To do that. Awesome. You cool. can roll around in my yards. Cool, like syphilis. <laughs> so it's 2015. Okay. It's the final round of the golf tournament. And Ricky Fowler comes into the golf tournament named the most overrated player on tour in some cockamamie poll that probably one of the digests or something
3: like I that i believe he was named co uh most overrated player with uh
0: a- it was a uh it was a tournament kind
1: of shitty for polter polter had a decent resume didn't he i think that was just like a we don't like you kind of vote i, I think part of it was decent resume i think too like it may have just been a a, a look at where they were at from like a sponsor's and yeah, notoriety right. standpoint compared to their actual game. Like yeah. Poulter will tell you, he, he's not that great of a golfer. He just, <laughs> he figures it out. Like that, that was the thing with his career. Yeah. Um, and I think there's definitely, there has to be a sense on tour, especially coming into this event that all the attention Ricky gets with, I mean, what did he have one or two victories at won. the time? Yeah. And it had, had, it, had been, well it was spart- three ago, years right? prior. Right. Um, but he had, he had a couple European tour wins. Yeah. But, um, but still, it's still one of those things. He was probably, uh, other, I mean, top five, top three right. or five in the most sponsorship money 100%. made over, over a year. I was looking only because two reasons. One, uh, editor's note here, my wife works for his management company, but also he was in the broadcast. Billy Horschel was contending, and I look, you look at their two careers. They both have five PGA Tour wins. They're about two years apart in age. Ricky's won the players. Billy's won the FedEx, FedEx Cup and a tour championship and a playoff event. But, but Ricky has, I think, a third and three runner ups in the four majors. That's his best finish. Whereas Billy's really, I think he was contended in one U.S. Open. Somehow, Ricky's been on six <laughs> between President's Cup and Ryder Cup teams, and Billy's never been on one. He got screwed the year he won the oh, FedEx yeah, that's Cup. right. They picked the team the week before the FedEx Cup, so he that's won the right. FedEx Cup and he, didn't make the Ryder right, Cup. He got roasted, I remember. Yeah. So it's like one of these things where, yeah, maybe he's overrated, but he's done something right because he's been on all these teams. He's, yeah, he's well. I mean, he qualified for a lot of those teams. Yeah, hundred like, percent. One year and he? he, and
3: he contributed. Yes, he contributes when he's in him. He, he he went. He was four down with four to play. Uh, the year right. that Corey Pavin's wife designed the outfits and somehow managed to overcome both of those deficits.
1: Yeah. And he's played well <laughs> in most of them.
0: Um, I will say a quick side note, Horschel would be fucking awesome on one. He would, he He would literally go go crazy.
1: He would either be awesome or (laughs) he wouldn't be able to handle it. Right. (laughs) He would literally be on the first, and just go punch a European caddy
0: right in the face. Yeah, he would (laughs) be great fun. So we could make that happen. That would be great.
1: Maybe David Love could take him for the president's cup. Davis Love? That's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) I like calling him David. It's an inside joke. This is... I did, I did find also Sergio and, and you talk about like kind of overrated, where do they rank players, mm-hmm. um, Sergio and Ricky's careers as golfers, especially up to that point before, uh, Sergio won the masters, you know, they, yeah. they, they both had massive popularity as, as teenagers, 19 year olds, 20 year olds um very marketable very marketable Sergio you know his his banner win was the players Mm -hmm. up until he was 37 years old (laughs) which you know I think um I think Ricky's just now 32 somewhere in that region um so Ricky has a long way to go by the way he had five years if he could win the Masters he's not that far from Sergio Sergio has 11 wins players and a Masters he has 36 worldwide wins that's it's a Hall of Famer right oh yeah he's going in yeah which uh, Ricky not going in? Right. Not right now,
0: but but he could. Yeah, he's a good five year run. He could yeah. get in six. I mean, he he could have a look as a eight to
3: ten year run.
0: The former communications guy at the World Golf Hall of Fame. They would take. I, it. I can tell you, that they'll take him. Travis, yeah. who's
3: the who's the biggest head scratcher in the Hall of Fame? The biggest head scratcher in or in or not Current, in? currently in?
0: Currently in. Oh man, you gotta make me be mean spirited to somebody <laughs> uh, exactly. I just, uh gosh that's a really good question i there are there are some like administrator types that are in you know like former commissioners of the european tour and stuff that are dagger that are just they you know they're friends with the guys who run the hall of fame and they want to do the, something nice for their friend who just retired as the commissioner of the of the, the european tour and in you go so <laughs> shepherd you know, did i will say that like Just as a side note, people were hot when Colin Montgomery got in, Mm -hmm. and I was the one who had to kind of put all of their resume together and, you know, get it all ready for all of the, um, you know, promotional communication stuff we would do and wrote the press release and all that kind of stuff. Colin Montgomery has a pretty fucking remarkable career outside of the majors. Right. Like, in Europe, he was Tiger Woods for a long time. Just a little fatter. I mean, and much pastier, But still – has some busts <laughs> you really don't work for any tours anymore do you you're just, you're and a, and
1: a s- was really mean to me one time i tried to get him to do an interview and he just hit me with a not today thank you and just walked right by screw <laughs> it well he was very nice to me
0: <laughs> okay that's good he's a very nice career very,
1: uh should you tell the in 2014 yeah. Ricky finished T3 at the PGA, T2 right. at the US Open, and T2 yeah. at the Open Championship. So like, people are like, This guy, yeah, he could be somebody. He, didn't win. he
0: still could, yes, he still very much could. Absolutely. Uh, well, before we get too deep into the final round of the playoff, I know you, you were mad last night because you were watching highlights and um, there was an extended highlight of Jerry Kelly.
1: Yeah, and you <laughs> you're, Jerry's one of those guys that shows up on the players' leaderboard yeah, he quite will. a bit, and um, Bo Van Pelt every now and again. Well, the, for the people who say the players isn't a major, <laughs> Charlie Hoffman was in the lead. In That's the first true. Round. Actually, confirmed. so confirmed major <laughs> if Charlie Hoffman leads after round one.
3: Nine birdies. Uh, <laughs> Nine birdies. <laughs> I remember that. Same.
1: Uh yeah, but but there's a story that someone told me that someone told me that someone told me. So I cannot hundred percent true. I cannot uh, verify. So this <laughs> is a this is one of those. I have two good I have two good stories that I didn't hear that I can pass along. Great. The this first one, when you when you talked about overrated players, I do. There uh, there's a tournament, I believe it's John Deere, that has pork chop sandwiches that are supposed to be incredible. Mm-hmm. V J Singh took a bite of one. Look and he says, These pork chop sandwiches are more overrated than Sergio Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one.
0: And then uh, That's such a like, couldn't be more spot-on impersonation. Maybe or
1: maybe really bad. <laughs> One be, or the other.
3: Be this, the this seems like really good journalism, by the somehow,
1: way. Somehow VJ became Count Trocula. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so. I love it. we're like, well, let's
0: stay away from like taking the Players' Championship song on here so not get in trouble, and then just fucking thrash everybody
1: else. Oh, there's no copyright. Slander.
3: I have so much editing work to do. <laughs> and,
1: uh... So Jerry, uh, it's a pro-am, I don't know where, I don't know when, but the story goes that uh, one of the amateurs in the pro-am was supposed to be paired with Ernie Els and Ernie withdrew at the last minute. So the amateur found out he was going to be paired with Jerry Kelly. So he goes out to the range and he's warming up and his buddy looks at him. And says, Hey, Jim, who you paired with today? He goes, well, I was supposed to be paired with Ernie Els, but now I'm paired with Jerry fucking Kelly. And so, uh, Time goes by, they go to the first tee, and you know, they're all making introductions, getting ready to take their picture. And Jim walks up and says, Hey Jerry, I'm I'm Jim. He goes, Hey Jim, I'm Jerry fucking Kelly. I warmed <laughs> up next to you on the range. <laughs> That's the rumor. We don't know if it's true, but for now on, he is Jerry effing Kelly every time he's on a leaderboard.
0: I have no doubt that Jerry Kelly's listening. And if you are, Jerry, please shout it out and let us know if that really let us happens. know if that really happens.
3: Love your high hands at address, Jerry.
0: <laughs> See, there you go. I'm learning about those things now in my lessons. Now we get into, should we walk through a little bit of the final round in the playoff? Final round or we go
1: how it began? We go to first round. We go to final round. Final round it is. Let's go to the final. Okay.
3: Well, can I just uh, insert a statistic here? Midway through the third round on Saturday, there's 35 players within three shots of the lead. Um, Yeah. I don't know if, Chris, have you seen that before in your your players' career? I
1: think, again... The players did that a lot. I mean, Webb Simpson had a runaway victory, but you don't, especially second, third round. A lot goes on in that event, and for every one wire to wire, I'm not. Uh... Well, I think Simpson was close, right? Simpson I think Webb, close. yeah, I think Webb, Webb was. The guy. I think
3: Jason Day blitzed it a few. Yeah, he
1: did. Uh, Jason Day dominated that one. But you know what we watch in the media center for every Ricky and for every Sergio, the second round it was Kevin, Na, Brandon Grace, David Hearn. Shout out to the long putter, which by the way. <laughs> Doesn't it seems like forever ago, but 2015. Yeah, you can anchor. David, <laughs> Dave was anchoring. Uh, Zach Johnson, Bill Haas, Hideki, Charles Howe, and Chris Stroud. Like that was the second round going at the, the end yes. of the second round leaderboard. And then again, like you said, it was it was bunched. And I think, well, the, we
0: I remember several players' championships cart rides driving into the course whatever mm-hmm. where you and i would look at the leaderboard going into the final round on sunday and be like and we would like take bet. we'd be like all right well you get four guys and i get four guys right. and we would like bet on that and that yep. would be your group that yep. you would get because it was usually bunched enough to do that
1: so and it's always bunched with three good names and oh, 12 yeah, yeah.
0: randos right. you know like yes. it, it's, well it, ben it's martin in this like, tournament yeah. i mean is like right there at the yeah. end he has a butt to get to the like get to 12 under
1: Tiger, uh, actually, I, I do want to talk a little bit about Tiger. Let's talk about it. In 15, they the only time they showed him on the highlights we watched, um, grinding to make the cut. <laughs> Massive fist pump on the ninth hole to make the cut. And and Faldo actually says, I don't think I've ever seen Tiger fist pump to make the cut. And I argue with that a little bit. I think his streak is 142 consecutive least. cut maze, 147. Maybe, yeah, it's in the 140s. Um, that's a Joe DiMaggio record. Oh yeah, no one. One hundred and forty something consecutive main cuts. Yeah, and I right. remember Tiger. Nobody grinded like him. If he was too off the cut with three to go, he was trying to eagle, eagle, eagle to make it comfortably. Right. That dude would grind to make well, cuts. He loved like that street. Nobody. Right? I think he loved the street, but I think it's just also like, I'm not going home. Like <laughs> I'm here. I'm I, I, I came all the way here. I'm not going home on a Friday. And I I, I remember that he he made that putt. On nine and gave a legitimate like us <laughs> open beat Rago media fist pump to, to make the cut on the
3: number so, between okay. 1998 and 2005 he made 142 consecutive previous record was 113 by iron Byron uh, and, which we covered on podcast episode 42 if you'd like to check that out
1: and uh <laughs> Rory just missed a cut at Riviera yep. a, couple, a week or so ago and um I think it was 27 it was cuts he had the active lead at 27 and, and justin ray who's awesome on twitter yeah put a stat out that said just 117 short of tiger's record had he kept making cuts he would have been able to break tiger's record in something like 2028 or something like that like that's how long he would have had to go playing the number of events that he plays so, On anyway
3: there's also a very chilling quote from terry gannon right after nick faldo um and you have to remember this is when tiger's you know, re- piecing his golf swing back yeah. together, and sort of between swings, and um, still stuck underneath, and all that, and Terry Gannon says baby steps.
1: Yeah, yeah. I could call him Gary Tannen. I don't know why. It's just fun. But, um,
3: I can't believe they didn't pass him the ball back in that final uh, right. that national championship game. And so, was wide that. open.
1: Was. Uh, no, but it just it's it's interesting to see how Tiger is being thought of and covered that, and yeah, it's, uh, what was what was still yet to come uh okay.
0: so we're coming down the stretch what sticks out to you as some of the shots i know i know the one that really sticks out to me but i wanted to see if there was any as ricky and sergio and Kiz. so just again set the stage you are running around the golf course at this point or are I, you in the media center kind I, of i'm probably in scoring Yeah, that's right. Because people are coming in and you're you're setting up interviews People are
1: signing their card. And so we're, you know, we're watching as best we can on an outside TV while we're running back and forth, helping people get what they need, and also prepping ourselves for closing ceremonies. And where are we going to go if there is a playoff? So I'm running around a little bit. We we actually brought Ricky back um, in 2016 for media day, you know, about 10 months later, and we did our first ever walking media day. And so we had about (laughs) 30 media out on the golf course. I don't think I went to that. And we started, uh, we started at the shot at 16 and we had Ricky, we had TV set up and we tried to, to articulate the shot link stats of what he had done with, you know, things out on the golf course. So his shot on 16 was the two and a half feet. The field average was 48 feet. So we did a circle around the hole. Uh, He had a, he had a five wood and, and when he hit it in the air, it looked like it was in the drink. It kept turning. It was kept turning. A miraculous shot. Took a bounce and, and I mean, just jarred towards the hole like it was a crazy bounce. It looked like it could have hit something and ended up at two and a half feet for Eagle. Unreal shot. Um, and, and that's one of those where had he actually been in contention, no chance he takes <laughs> that line. <laughs> right. Like he was, right. he was looking at how can I get a backdoor top three? I mean, I, you, you sure. think, um, Obviously, we will get into 17 and the shot the three shots he hit at 17. To me, the the shot that was a, that probably the most impressive, um, you know, he he birdied 15, um, yeah. eagled 16, then he birdies 17, and it's like, oh crap, now I got a chance to win. And that was a longer putt right, or was the... like six and a half feet. Yeah. Um, longer than his Longer others. than the others. Um to me, the, the drive at 18, because six sixteen's a birdie hole. 17 his tee shots were incredible but but all of a sudden you're standing on 18 and now you know i've got a birdie one of the hardest finishing holes in golf and if i birdie i'm going to have a chance went from like kind of just i'm going to play now we know now there is pressure and he hit a drive 40 yards past the average golfer i mean just hit one of those you know perfect fades, speed slot um he just smashed it it's also Um,
0: it's also important for people to know Ricky Fowler weighs like 140 pounds soaking yeah, wet. Correct.
1: He's, he's, I think my daughter is taller than Ricky Fowler. <laughs> right? I mean, he's um, not a big dude. No. Um, and this was also clean shaven, yeah, short hair Ricky, which I don't like. Makes him look he, like, 20, I mean, he, he looked like, I want Johnny Depp. I want Johnny Depp. Yeah. Just but hungry. go
3: back a little bit, Chris. He's, he's one over for the day after 10. Right. Um, makes a par at 11. 12's a birdie hole and he pars it. Um. And he, and he, Makes it, yeah, he gets to the par three and he's, yep. I think he's seven under at this point. Um, and and not even close. Um, but things you know, that that's probably the greatest closing stretch, uh, at that point. Yeah. yeah.
1: Five under through the last four holes is good. And, and Pretty good. no one had ever done it before then. Not even people who are out of contention, just screwing around. No one had ever done five under in those four holes before. Yeah. What did Perks um, do? Perks was, uh, he chipped in, he chipped in on 16. He chipped in on 16 and chipped in on 18, but I think it was, I think it was birdie, birdie, birdie. I think it was, two. Um, or might have even been eagle, birdie, birdie, but he didn't birdie 15. It's something like that. But um, it yeah. was two chip ins. I know that.
0: Yeah. Prev- yeah. Cause previous to Ricky, Perks was like, he was the example yes. held up. Like nobody could finish. No, that's right. the best finish ever. Right.
1: Uh, but I think he, I think he may have parred 15, which is why it was six under the last six, something like that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the drive on eighteen to me was amazing. He, he. The putt on eighteen was pretty good, and, and I'm fairly certain. Now, it wasn't in the highlights we saw, but I'm fairly certain he got a read from this playing part. They said it on the day. highlights, okay. so that certainly helped them. But the putt on eighteen was a bomb. Was, it was you know, fifteen feet ish somewhere. I mean, with in that there. much pressure on you, yeah, oh yeah, and that green's no um, joke. Not not a lot of people birdie eighteen. No, and not a lot of people do it with that on the line. Well, but if
3: that, you stand on that green just pin high right, he's about twenty feet away. You cannot believe that that putt goes right at the yeah, hole, right? And that happens. It to makes Sergio. no sense. Yes. Or a putt and, and yeah, Sergio had a putt
1: to win, missed it by
3: a good, and,
0: and then he like he yeah. had a lot of chicken on the comeback, yeah. and and missed it to, to the right,
1: so, exactly. And I
3: well, think how that, about,
1: that read really helped Ricky? It's
3: yeah. it's such a it's such a crazy uh, you know contrast between the putt Sergio hits on seventeen and the putt he has on eighteen yeah. to win. I mean, from one of the greatest putts I've that ever he, seen to that uh, a stinker. Really,
0: really, out of control. What what was better that one or Keimer's putt on seventeen?
1: Kimer's was interesting because it was like after this weird rain delay, like he yeah. was leaking oil. Yeah, he was. And then there's a rain delay. And he came back out and finished strong. Kimer's is kind of one of those players champions that no one remembers. And also one, you know, just kind of that putt that no one remembers. And that's I think Sergio's putt. putt again, had to make, that's the thing. There's yeah. been amazing putts on 17. Like Better putt, most... Tiger's putt or Sergio's putt? Sergio, considering the circumstances, Tigers was on a Saturday. Yeah, it was fun because it was in phil's eye but you know um to me the, the sergio putt again this guy just it, it it's so interesting what he's thought of but the putts he makes and rider cups and players if he could put like that anywhere else he's had eight majors well, by now right um but yeah he jarred that but then um yeah but then missed the one on 18 he had to win and, and kisner had one to win on yeah. eighteen as well. i mean kisner's
0: that, burned the edge though kis kis i mean should have gone it i mean he had a couple yeah. that were.
1: Eighteen twice, right? Regulation and in, yes. in, in the playoff.
0: He, I mean, I, we were sitting at my house watching, and no idea. I hadn't.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, at that it, point, it,
0: Kevin Kisner was like Ben Martin or Jeff Fazaker. Just, Fathauer he had or just whoever. Lost,
1: a, lost a playoff against Furek. Was that at RBC? Uh, something like
0: yeah. that it was like he. I mean, he wasn't. He didn't come out of the clear blue sky, but it was yeah. definitely no, like he was, No one saw this coming. in that
1: in that threesome. He was the guy nobody knew.
0: Of. Yeah, and so we're at my house. We're watching, and shout out Graham Shirley. Cause Graham knew exactly who he was right. and had already like met him and hung out of course. Yeah. Cause Graham's the best. Yeah, America, and he's America's best, America's friend. best friend, Graham Shirley. <laughs> and he is just like all in on kids the whole yeah. way. And so now he's got the whole house, like, come on, underdog kids. And <laughs> yeah. he just, you know, everyone, I mean we, we all about fell out of our chair when that butt on 18 almost. went. <laughs> it's awesome. So then let's
1: go to the playoff. We're, we're all at 12. Shout out to the, the first ever aggregate three hole playoff at players. You know, before that, it was sudden death, go to 17. You had David Tom. Through the gauntlet? And- hee <laughs> he, hee he, hee Ricky Fowler <laughs> approaching the gauntlet. <government. laughs> got him. I can't.
0: Sorry. It gets you
1: every time. It gets you every time. Uh tell everyone about the gauntlet. so <laughs> this, this is this is one where I'm gonna, hear ye hear ye <laughs> i'm gonna hurt some feelings uh good so many of the great golf courses in the world have many of the not so great golf courses in the world have names for incredible stretches of golf amen corner the green mile sure uh what's another one there is another oh the bear trap the right? bear trap um so people at the tour thought that Sawgrass deserved to have a three-hole stretch. That and it should, but I don't. There's a lot of other people that think we shouldn't be the one to just decide what it's named. That usually comes from an outside. Source. The best nicknames come naturally. Like I don't know where Green Mile started. Do you? I do not. Yeah.
3: R.I.P. Blue Monster.
0: I know exactly where Amen Corner came from. Yeah. Would you like to share? Uh, Herbert Warren Wind wrote it in a actually very like he was in a Sports Illustrated story in the 50s that he was writing about it about the Masters and it was like a one off like it was he didn't write like this is now the Amen Corner he was just it was a phrase, a phrase that he turned in the middle of a paragraph and everyone was like well I, what a fucking perfect name yeah you know, so and then off it went
1: for aspi- the Snake Pit for in aspi- Tampa for aspiring writers like perhaps there's perhaps there's a golfers journal essay on how names came about at certain golf courses i'd love to know where green mile came from uh, uh, i'd love maybe. to know some casey of write that down uh oh,
3: it's in golf for Cheryl number 13 chris
1: and maybe a writer could pen a name for the finishing stretch at players in my view it's already been named
0: <laughs> please continue so on your story <laughs> the, the name of the
1: gauntlet was thrown out um by the tour and, and there was actually uh during advance week one year a uh a sign was actually put up on the bridge from 15 to 16. you were now entering the gauntlet which hear ye, hear ye. which made me think a hundred percent that they we that we needed a trumpet player <laughs> In, in full, i always think like medieval times full medieval uh dual regalia uh full suit just yelling every time a player would walk through hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> Travis Hill approaching the gauntlet <laughs> maybe a proceeds troll. to go three under <laughs> maybe a little troll under the bridge get away from the gauntlet bridge <laughs> so anyway uh it did not get named the gauntlet the sign was taken down and it was determined that probably others others need to come up with a nickname well, it does need one. I don't disagree with that. So if someone did, if it came naturally,
0: that would be great. But honestly, for me, it will always be the gauntlet. Correct. So, anyway,
1: we enter the gauntlet. Yes, we do <laughs> for our three hole playoff. We're a three hole playoff, which in May is great because we have the sunlight. And I think, I think there are, you know, there. Are, Tiger said it before that there, there are opinions that the seventeenth hole is a little gimmicky to decide a tournament i would disagree people have that. said that i completely disagree i think it's the best like sure you've got a 135 yard shot you're a professional golfer go pull it off one of the biggest greens on the golf course i don't hate it um but in a sudden death playoff is that the whole i think so it should be incorporated i don't think it's, paul Goidos thinks so it's the most famous hole in golf oh, um oh, my. so oh my <laughs> so uh but in, it, but in an aggregate, you've got gettable par 5 16th hole. You've got, you know, the 135-yard the par 3 good. and the 18th, which is one of the most – difficult. it's a great aggregate par Couldn't 3. Couldn't agree more. I think it, great it identifies a champion. Look, and it great perfectly. decision
0: to yep. make that a three-hole playoff. Yep. Maybe not a great decision on the nickname.
1: It's fine. You, yeah. hey, you don't know yeah. that yet. You
0: know, uh,
1: so first three-hole aggregate playoff. Garcia now zero and two in three hole. That is correct. Playoffs,
3: first player ever.
1: Credit Casey Pannin for that. One. Good job, Casey. Um,
3: and the other one was?
1: Uh, it was uh, it was the, the Open Championship against Poldrick. against Yeah, where was that?
3: Uh, that was Carnoustie.
0: Carnoustie, uh,
1: that's the one yes. where Sergio knew knew that. That hit the stick and it like
3: yes. flew off right, and he was so
0: and he was just he like was the gods hate me.
3: speaking of great outfits i really loved when when uh he used to incorporate the the spanish flag colors into his putter grip and all that
1: Uh, i'm into that i'm I'm into any 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 colors are good but pink out was nice to see for players that was a thing it was a back in the day Day tradition it It was a lot of pink yeah it was a good tradition uh so ricky didn't wear orange on sunday he did not he wore pink that is pink Maybe, maybe that's been the problem maybe.
3: the whole time. Yeah.
1: Maybe, you should, maybe you should wake the fuck up <laughs> yeah. and wear something else. Let's go, credit mom. Um,
3: that was like a thing, by the way, wasn't it? That he pink. when he didn't wear orange for yeah. the first time and won, yeah. and yeah. Um, people, and people were, were like, "That's red. dead now." Yeah, I don't know if I
1: go red or not. I don't know if he did he wear like a pinkish red. Yeah, I have to go back I'm and clear. look. Let clear. Yeah. Um, so I think that the thing that sticks out from the three hole playoff, from the day, from everything, the thing to me is that. Ricky hit three shots, had them all up, and it was like twelve feet, yeah, I think it was I think it was six, four, and two, I think something like that, something um so i mean where that sunday pin is to hit those three shots he he made five twos for the week at the 13th or at the 17th hole and it was the third one right the the last one that he hit to the right of the st- lands to the right yeah. of the stick so they go around sergio gets eliminated on 18. yeah kiz and and fowler are still tied kiz
0: almost holds out from the fringe
1: yeah on 18. on 18. it's, it's literally wins. one more revolution, I mean, and he wins the tournament. god that guy well um so the, and then his put on seventeen wasn't that bad either. Um, so they go to seventeen now. Sudden death. Yeah. And and uh, Ricky puts it. It's in the air. And and I think it was was it Mulpy that was saying this is too far right. What was the call, Casey? Oh
3: so- no, yeah, Gary. Little- this is right of the hole. Oh no. <laughs> oh, it's good now, Roger. <laughs>
1: Thank you. That's that's what we need.
3: Um,
1: I don't think I don't. We we talk about like where was he aiming? I think he. Clearly was comfortable by that point. Yeah, the I shot. was going to say, um, he was feeling it. And that wedge is in the Wall of Champions. That is right. I've um, seen that little wedge. Oklahoma State engraving on the back. But um,
3: It he- was actually a tricky wind that day, too. And I think a lot of guys were between clubs. But for whatever reason, that was his, like, stock gap, uh, gap wedge that he could go ahead and hammer. Yep. And each time you sort of saw him creeping farther and farther right. And by the end of it, he was he looked like he was going dead at it.
0: You yeah. can tell those guys, you especially, Ram. You see more than me, but like you can tell sometimes on their face, like if they're between clubs or if they don't like the wind or whatever. Like, yeah. it's just you—you you know, like oh, this is this. There's the step away. There's the talk yeah, with the caddies. There's, there's, there's the yeah, give me a different club. It. But Fowler was just like he played fast that whole day. Like all the like, if you watch this, I mean, he didn't take much time to read his putts.
1: He was just like hammering everything. But the the th- so the third shot. I don't think he was aiming right of the stick, but obviously the margin of error was perfect. Um, made the putt and then got hugged from his girlfriend. And, and um, <laughs> I hadn't realized that the players needed a new trophy at the time, but looking back at that <laughs> Waterford crystal, I mean, I'm a firm believer that any trophy you can drink out of is a good trophy, but Agree. But that one, that one was tough. That one was, I mean, it was a hundred percent a vase. It but,
0: definitely was a vase. Somebody took out of grandma's house. Yeah. And like, in like, whatever, 1978,
1: actually could have taken it out of this house that we're sitting in. And I think Webb was the last one to win it. You know, he's got to be pissed. (laughs) Like, they come up with this beautiful new gold thing from Tiffany's and be like, I got a vase, man. (laughs) How's your vase, (laughs) Webb? I got the, I got the employee gift for being 30 years at the tour.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my uh, grandmother puts flowers in it every Sunday. It's Wonderful. Big flowers. Yeah, that when we were at the Hall of Fame, we were always like, you could, you would line up the trophies. And be like, "Ooh, like it was definitely like the
1: runt of the letter of the trophy. <laughs> so so Ricky wins and and Casey did a really good job of kind of going back and and taking a look at some of the some of the features that were written afterwards. I remember just you know that that was one of the real kind of moments for my career, just kind of being involved in a Sunday like that, mm-hmm. not only seeing what happened on the golf course, but that was really the middle of the shift where the players went from being a really cool tournament to To something bigger. This was a festival for people that were coming. It was a must attend Mm -hmm. event for people out of the city. There was fun, the food, the drinks, the party, the golf, like everything was really coming together. The move to May was being embraced. Um, And so you go in and you see, well, well, how's that translating over to what other people are saying about it? Because I'm always going to love that tournament and I'll always stick up for it. even, Even when I'm not employed by the tour anymore, I firmly believe it's One of the best sporting events in the world but you you go and you see what's written about it and bamberger actually wrote and and this was interesting to see the 2015 players championship won by ricky fowler in a playoff that featured a total of 40 memorable shots wasn't the second coming of the match at cypress point in 1956 it wasn't the 86 masters it wasn't the 08 open but it was some of the most exciting sunday golf ever played you're a high school golfer you're watching it you ask yourself would I rather win the players in May at TPC Sawgrass or a one-off PGA championship at Trump national in August of 22? Unbelievable. <laughs> so I do God, think, God. The, the, I mean, that was written in 15, right? I do. Jesus. I do think the players has stamped its flag. I don't think it ever has to be a major. I don't think it matters. I really don't. I mean, some people are going to say it matters. Well, but it's just, it doesn't just have to be. Dumb. It is what it is. It's just dumb shit to talk about the yeah. people that, you know, it's funny. I've
0: seen it now because obviously we've been around it for so long, but, that was a point where you were like, oh, it's just what you said. Like, it's coming into its own and that kind of thing. And it felt modern, you know. Yeah. It felt like with – you got Ricky who, you know, young, very very marketable guy. <laughs> but even so, like, Kiz was young and fun. And even Sergio then was yeah. just, like, still, like, you know, young and cool. And it was just, you know, everyone's chanting Ricky and there's a million people watching the playoff. And it just felt – which is what kind of what Bamberger wrote. It just felt like, you know, this tournament is – It needed – it didn't need it, but, like, it really helps the reputation of a tournament like that. So all the shit that goes in beforehand and all, like, (laughs) all of the corporate boardroom, let's name this thing the gauntlet kind of stuff, that all goes out the window when you get a finish like this. And it's just, like, every golf fan on earth was riveted by – I mean, there's –
1: we've talked about 100 shots. Bamberger's right. 40 good shots to talk about. And I think golf was in a place where it was, like, how's the NBA going to exist without Michael Jordan? Sure. How we didn't know where Tiger was going to be. And, and we're at that point. Most now people too, were giving up. And we're at that point now, too, like Tiger may never hit another golf yeah. shot again. Um, and that's fine. Um, in, in Bamberger's piece. And I think this was part of that feeling of, you know, what what he wrote was between Fowler, McElroy, Spieth, Reed, Jason Day and other 20 somethings. The PG tour is loaded with young talent. Uh, who are appealing and rising? Meanwhile, they have an equal number of veterans, including Garcia, Justin Rose, Dustin Johnson, Adam Scott, are more than hanging around. Golf needs cast members. There weren't enough in the Tiger era. Yeah, and so I think this tournament was kind of a good a good showcase of that. That golf may never be what it is when Tiger was leading the tour championship. There's a different electricity. Or Augusta. For it's 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 there's unfair to try to ever think it could no, be no, like no, that. No. But there's certainly enough that. It's it's gonna thrive. It's We're talking about it now, correct? And and it's awesome. I love you know. I thought the last few tournaments with Kepka chipping in at waste management mm-hmm. and Burger holding a putt at eighteen. At did you take Pettle Burger Beach. in your fantasy
0: league that week? Fuck
1: you. Okay, um, <laughs> that was a sore subject. <laughs> uh, you talked about it. <laughs> um, and the action at Riviera with Max Homa like in the tenth yeah. t- hole and Tony Fina like golf's oh, in such a good. Place. I took Fina. I'm sorry, Mac. Did you take Gino? I did. Uh, so anyway, um, I think this tournament was a good and and going back and reading Bamberger's article, it was a good is a, is a good kind of foreshadow of where we're at now. Clearly, um, with the tournament and with golf in general. Yeah, it was. Uh, if it's
0: fun like that, it doesn't really matter all the extra stuff. But yeah. you you were there to kind of build up, and you're right. The, the atmosphere on site, you're right. It was pumping. Yeah. It was like, there were so many people, so much energy. It was, I've never been to the Phoenix Open. not sure that I should, probably should go, <laughs> but it, it, you know, you go to Augusta, you're walking around this thing and there's, it's, it's a different mood, obviously. Um But man, players championships, fucking fun as hell. Play, on a Sunday players when it's is such a like good that.
1: mix of all those things yeah waste management clearly a party and someday we are going to go there and we're going to party um okay. not as <laughs> not near as much about the golf augusta about the golf yes um it, which is great players it's kind of a mix of all of yeah it, right it's a festival it's a concert it's a tailgate it's, party it's a tailgate party it's but when the golf is good on really Sunday, good golf yeah. and if you want to go there and just watch golf the way that that course is set up the way they treat fans of the tournament if you're a hardcore golf fan, they got you covered. If you're. Go stay on the back of four yeah. on like Saturday. That's a fun place to go. 13 is it. awesome. 12 yeah, is on the, is fun the mound well. between Dollar 12 and 13, 13. with yeah. a drivable par four on yeah, one side fun. and a fun little par that's three on fun. the other. My dad is. A, you can't go though this year. You would be very nice to me for <laughs> somebody sorry. who's I'm not sorry. getting paid to come on I'm your freaking podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Very mean spirited.
0: You're right. I am being mean spirited. Uh, I apologize. Thank you for coming to my my patio. Today.
1: Um.
0: Um. What about? So you get Ricky gets done. Yeah. And you have to go talk to him, and he is excited, and his lady friend is, you know, trying to keep her shirt on. Are there any moments of that, like you know, the post game, the post round, where he is? I mean, it's the biggest win of his career. Yeah. By, a, a, still is. <laughs> Was there were there any moments to stick out to you on, on the
1: when you got done? I think um, I, I think in his press conference they asked him about being the most yep. overrated guy and, and him pointing at the trophy and just saying I think this speaks for itself. You know, a lot of guys deflect that question. Yeah, they say you yeah, know people are going to say what they're going to say. It doesn't right. really bother me. Clearly, it bothered him. Clearly, it, it hit him a little bit because yep. I I think he is so well liked from fans and and like he's a good dude. He's, he's legitimately like a good yeah, human being like to, to other players. He's the guy that waits around and right. congratulates guys. Right. People
0: shit on him for that, but that's a really nice thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: he, he, he helps people. He's, he's nice to superstars. He's nice to like, he he'll go out and find a rookie and take him under his wing and take him out for a practice round. Like he's legitimately a good guy. Um, It's not just the, right. You know, the, the show, he's not one of those, you know, signs an autograph and then cusses about it on his way out. Like he, he, he will sit and sign for hours at a time. Um, so anyway, I, I think that that comment bothered him. Um, you know, he, uh, he really relished going into the he really relished going into the um, champions locker. Really, and there's that presentation where you know, some guys are trying to catch their flight, so they can get out of there. He, um, he got in there and soaked it in. I think he was in the locker next to jack maybe. Oh, that's you know? cool. um, so so that was cool. It's just always fun, you know. you You get to you get to be there at some really crappy moments. Like I would help Sergio after he lost the playoff get to the media center. Right. Um, you're there for some of those moments. You're the first person a guy talks to when they miss a putt to lose a playoff. But you're also there for this couple yeah. hours of media with a guy who just won the biggest tournament of his life, which is which is a lot. Didn't of fun you have right to take now. David Tom's back after he lost that playoff with his wife and kids <laughs> oh, in Jesus. a in a four person cart, like? <laughs> kid was like sorry dad like, oh, <laughs> <God."> <laughs> um, oh but yeah but then we also got to go to lynch's with sergio
0: when he won there were moments yeah. on that day on 2015 we were like oh oh shit we gotta yeah. text damien because we're gonna have to go back to lynch's yes. we're
1: cranking it back let's let's up let's do it get bob allen everybody in my house is ready <laughs> we're going back for more call caring. bob allenby
0: <laughs> call bob <laughs> call camilo <laughs> rally the troops. yeah all right, Casey. What are our uh, what are our categories here? What are the gaps?
3: Yes, maybe some some things you guys missed that I wanted to bring up, or or, or things that you may have seen on the broadcast that aren't around anymore. Um, I thought twenty fifteen was a was a decent year for fashion. In retrospect, um, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I'm 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 surprised, and I just want to ask you, fellas, sort of what what the appropriate lifespan is for for a fit of pants.
1: Uh, my only argument there is, if you hold on to anything long enough, it comes back. I mean, bell bottoms were gone for 20 years and then came back. So th- there is a level of keep everything
3: <laughs> at some point. Well, sure, but but also Martin Keimer had bootleg, right. you know, pleated yeah. Doesn't pants mean that were caught well. underneath his spikes.
0: I will say Sergio Garcia, bless his heart, I don't think he's had a pair of pants he's a bad actually pants guy. properly fit him he's in his entire pants. career. It actually like his. I liked the idea of his outfit on Sunday, the white pants, white belt, white shirt like with the, the pink, pink stripe. Front. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. Except the pants were just like, yeah. It was like those are the kind of pants where like you put them on and your wife is like uh no. Go where what what where did those come from? Go put on something that fits. I would like to say that
1: when it comes to golf pants, either Travis and I are either the the best people to comment on this or the worst, because for, for a portion of about 2004 to 2010, we would shop at the women's section of Goodwill to try to get ugly pants to wear on the golf course. Yes, that who is knew, true. Who knew I was a size 11? Like, right? I'm a size 10. Yeah. So um, my other question, as we were talking about pants, one... Ben Martin grabbed his out of the laundry hamper. Yeah. You're not going to convince me. I mean, he's so wrinkled down the back. Ben Martin didn't, didn't know, know he had was... to wear his Saturday pants on Sunday. Yeah.
3: Didn't know he was going to be on like, TV. Shit. What am I
1: going to do? Yeah.
3: Didn't know he was going to be on TV. I'm actually going to stop you right there. He's a foot joy guy. So okay. just pick, just pick somebody else. <laughs>
1: okay. I'll, I'll tell you some other thing that I saw that I'm curious about is when did Tiger go to 672 belt loops? He has so <laughs> many belt loops. Yeah. Got to be a part of like the leg injuries and the back injuries. That he needs. Maybe maybe no,
3: I, I think that was his body type at the time. He went with the super, you know, the broad shoulders into the very narrow waist, and the, the belt cinch was super aggressive. Oh, Why do um, I mean?
1: you need that many belt loops? Does he have overalls underneath? The I don't know. That, literally, like, th- it's still happening now.
3: And pretty impressive that he didn't miss a belt loop ever. I,
1: it has to happen all the time.
3: <laughs> it happens to all the time. Check him before he will, like, gets out of the golf course. I, I would like someone to go in to get
1: the images. And start researching when he went from the normal – what is a normal? Seven belt loop pants? Sure. To 600. Mm-hmm. I, I want to I know when – what's the line of See,
3: demarcation?
0: Is, that I think it's 14,
3: but stuff. I'll go check. I think This it's is
1: 14. why I'm sad that you don't work at this. I'm happy
0: that you don't. We spend a lot of quality time together on my patio. But I am We're going sad. to play golf after this. Oh, we are. It's going to be lovely. Shout out the yard. Shout out to uh, me. the Yarns. But you could ask him. Actually, we could ask someone to ask him. Alex Urban should go ask him. I, I don't – I don't know that
1: I would get the best response.
0: <laughs> I've asked some lot other of
1: questions. He's really good at not answering my questions.
3: <laughs> yeah, nice cameo in the doc, by the way, on HBO. Love that. um uh, Some other things that maybe have gone out of style: anchored putters. Great to see David Hearn up on the leaderboard. Yeah, Her- leader stretch.
0: Casey, have you ever anchored? It's.
3: I did. It's really You're like, Were you a
0: full time anchorer? Like at St. Uh,
3: I was. I was my sophomore year. I did, but I i was 123 pounds so the the putter kept sliding in my non-existent stomach and so <laughs> did you, i missed a lot of put short putts because maybe, of
1: that. you feel like a giant showed with it in your bag <laughs> like that was the thing i had is like when you're when you're going to the bag drop and you're like you've got this putter right. sticking sticks i like, didn't is that a ball bag? Bag no or? it's not a ball no. getter
3: it's my putter yeah. i didn't feel like it i was one okay. i i um my coach even came around and purposefully skipped giving me my lunch one tournament because I was anchoring. <laughs> um, how about some players that were up in the leaderboard? Um, and and let's see if you Stop. know where they're at these days. Um, so Jamie Donaldson,
1: top oh, ten Donaldson. former Ryder
3: Cup, former Ryder Cup really nice greatest
1: line given to a live interview to the media of all time. Wow, that's a bold What's statement. That? Morning after the Ryder Cup, woman's out there like. Parked outside the team hotel, getting quotes from people, and Jamie is hammered. <laughs> like he is, as they would say, knackered, knackered. And they say, "Jamie, has it, has it, has it said in yet that uh, you are a Cup champion?" <laughs> uh, no, probably because I'm still shit faced. <laughs> 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 said on live television. Other-
0: and now he's gone. Yeah. I don't know where Jamie Donaldson uh, is.
3: Well, let's see. Is he inside or outside the top two hundred in the world? Like, like he's yeah. a
0: guy.
1: Is,
3: is he, he what? inside or outside the top two hundred in the world?
1: I would say outside. I'm gonna say he's one eighty seventh. Good guess.
3: He is one hundred seventy two. What? Nice. Right. He's, he's still
1: just, I mean he's still
0: playing on the Go other get game
3: him, going. Jamie. He just finished thirty third in Saudi Arabia.
0: There you go. Awesome. Get that Rio back. Ishikawa. Oh your uh, boy. I love that guy.
3: Yeah, uh, I do too. Some might call he finished him tied for eighth.
1: Didn't they call him the Prince or something? They, like that? They did. they did the Japanese, Ricky, the Japanese Fowler. Ricky Fowler. Um, he was. I mean, he he uh he shows up every once in a while. Like at a World Cup of golf. Yeah. as one of the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he was talked about a little bit because he started playing a he started playing okay before the last Presidents Cup. Like he's talking. Oh, really? Do you bring him back as a captain's pick? Oh, wow. But Otherwise, I don't. Were you working in L.A. when he was like he was the? the I mean,
0: there like three hundred Japanese media yeah. came to L.A. They, they to see it. him.
1: They had they they flew in Dave Lancer to do the inside the outside rope stickers. Just that was his <laughs> only job that week was Japanese to, media. Japanese media of all people, <laughs> perfect Dave Lancer.
3: Um, but that was inside he, or outside top two hundred outside. He's one fifteen.
1: What? So he that's
0: did why they're play, talking about President's He guy. did play. We should, I should have yeah. recognized that. Yeah.
3: He's a weird guy. I mean, he all of a sudden he'll show up on the you know overseas and shoot fifty seven yeah. again, and um, right. you know it's
0: I don't know a lot of pressure on that dude. He was like, oh god, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. And you mentioned my guy, uh, UVA grad Ben Martin. Ben Martin. Ben was pretty solid for a while.
1: Good amateur career, right?
3: Yes, I, very good college, college player.
1: player. Yeah. If you'd give me one, I'd have betted that he was a Clemson guy. I don't know why. I was. I did not know he was a Wahoo. Same
3: Same khaki shop. Yeah, same khaki That's shop, right,
1: for sure. A lot of apple teenies. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of
3: ciders. Uh, there's a guy ben, what do
1: you think? Oh, Ben. Ben. I have no, I literally don't know what to Honestly,
0: at. I have no idea. Uh, I would say, since I've been wrong about everything else, I'm going to say inside the top.
1: Okay, I'll say outside. Uh, close, Travis. He is
3: 483.
1: <laughs> got that right. this guy's dead we'll cross him off then <laughs> there was one uh there was one fun guy not a mushroom there was one fun guy that i saw that i have no idea what he's doing right now. he could literally be in a hammock in a tree house in okay that sounds fun bangladesh is will I'm mckenzie in. Oh, yeah, Love that guy. Yeah, that guy was awesome. And he is he is a nomad and like a free yeah, thing living and out and of a van. He, he was uh, but he was on the leaderboard Big surfer. Oh, no, he he um, I, I, told, I told our friend at the PJ tour runs social to look up Willie Mack's shot on 17. He had hit it over the green and was kind of by the tunnel. And played a chip oh, shot yeah, that's right. that ran up the walkway. It was a beautiful chip that's shot. It right. actually bounced like three I times up the walkway. Well, I remember
0: we talked about that because you and I were playing like a PGA Tour staff event yes. in like 2003. Yeah. It was an alternate shot thing. And I think I blew it almost could, to the 18th could, tee box. Could have been either one of us. And you, I think you hit now, it back. We made par. We made bar. We made par. Will, Will
3: McKenzie is currently in Puerto Rico. He is two over through ten holes today. Nine over for the tournament. He Still is, after. he is two shots ahead of Dead FL last, so. uh, and he is tied with Bob Allenby. Hey, <laughs> and,
1: and, and and where is he on the uh, official world ranking?
3: Uh, Will McKenzie is number <laughs> one thousand
1: eight hundred twenty-five. Okay, give us one more.
3: Last one. Uh, you mentioned some guys that are notorious players, uh, leaderboard lingerers. Uh, I, I would like to know from your from your time there who your first team all players is. You need somebody to get out to a strong start. You're a college coach. You're picking your five. Who are some of the guys you're looking at? Are we going
0: alternate picks? So, sure. So we're just looking for we're looking for leaderboard linger. We're lo- are we looking for the best players? Like if I can we?
3: No pick- notorious. Guys oh, that notorious like play not well sure. at the players.
1: When okay. you're when you're editing this, Casey, I got a quote from Pineapple Express where uh, the guy goes, "Fucking lingers, man. <laughs> lingers. <laughs> so gonna... Fucking lingerer, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore. Fuck. Bums that. me out. Bums me out too. If there's one quality I hate in a person, it's
3: lingering. <laughs>
0: That's right. Do me both.
3: All right, you go first. Yeah, the 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 David Lingmers of the world. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Sorry. linger. So one linger
1: <laughs> at the players, and I don't know if he qualifies because he's actually really good at golf, but nobody ever gives him any respect is Kevin Knott. He's always around yeah, Kevin for the Noth's players. He, around. he would be a draft pick for me. No, that's a good pick.
0: I was I was actually thinking about Lingworth because he used to live down the street. From here. Uh, am I wrong? Isn't Bill
1: Haas usually around? Bill Haas.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. usually he's usually creeping around.
1: He um. That one of the other things I read when I was looking it up is this was the year that Jay Haas was the Presidents Cup captain. That's right. And going into fifteen, picked Bill Haas, who won the entire Presidents Cup for him with his putt on the 18th hole uh-huh. to beat the uh, international team in Korea. That is correct. Sent Sang Moon Bay to the military as a loser. <laughs> uh, one of the one of the funniest moments was in Korea. They didn't really know how to cheer because they didn't have a lot of professional golf events there. So I'm on the 18th green um literally the international team has a chance to win the president's cup with the final group like massive deal home crowd around me sang moon bay misses a putt and this guy behind me goes oh game over <laughs> <laughs> I screams it at him. i'm like dude this is your team these we are your people you can't do that <laughs> game over uh my next pick four player championships gonna be jerry f and kelly
0: Oh, uh, that's good. One. He's always around. He's a yeah. lingerer. Yeah, he players. is a lingerer for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I got a clapper. You got a great one. Yeah. Uh, game over. You know, this is a see. He's. I've seen him a couple times out there. Saw him this year. Okay, maybe a year, and actually, that was 2015. Must have been a year. But Brendan Grace always seems to like creep around. Aubrey
3: de Grace.
1: Him. He
0: um. That, I know literally
1: nothing about Brendan Grace. No, other that, than that, I remember that, his name. You talk about, like, degree. I'm going to, I'm going to, come on, a little blasphemy because the swings are amazing. But the three South Africans have done less with more than just about anybody in golf, right? Him and Louis. Louis, and <laughs> Charles, Charles You have to say yeah. Charles Schwarzschild's name without any. Charles, Charles won a, a master. Charles, Charles. Louis <laughs> won. Yeah, a, Louis won the open, blitzed everybody at his only PGA Tour victory. <laughs> I mean, That guy is one of the he greatest of swings money. of all time, yes. But him, Brandon Grace, and so, 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 uh, I don't know. I, we, I,
3: should I, I we should Brandon talk Grace about Grace. We should, Grace is a great pick, Travis. Yeah. Uh, I followed him. I followed him one year. He hit driver everywhere around there, about knee high. That's um, amazing. Nice he hits it dead straight. Just that's
1: a check, see, it's a Pringles can out on the fairway. I hit it in there. Uh, my next pick is Alex Cheka.
3: Yeah,
0: that's always there. There we go. That was a
1: good one. Yeah, che- Alex Cheka's perfect. Yeah. He's just all escape like, Czech Republic. Oh, with his dad, thirsty. I think he swam across a canal or something. Oh yeah, that guy's yeah. got an amazing story.
0: We should get that guy in the <laughs> Yeah, tell us about escaping from communism. I called him Sejka
1: for like the first
3: ten oh, yeah. years I was at the. Tour. Everyone I totally did. called it wrong. I think he's in. Uh, I think he's playing on the Florida mini tours, like pulling up in uh, really Lamborghinis or something. Yeah. Not, don't quote me on that, because it, it could also be Daniel Chopra. <laughs>
1: hey, Daniel Chopra. Oof. Um, he let or Jazz, Freddie Jacobson. He let Chopra let Jazz John Dodd room with him for the entire pandemic, stayed in his house in Orlando. How about that? Fun fact. That's just nice people.
0: Just good people doing good things. All right, one point more point
3: from, from each of you.
0: Okay, uh, one more from me. I will take... I'm just trying to, like... I'm not trying to cheat. I'm trying to, like... Hey, yeah, just looking for names. Yeah. Uh, Poulter's always been around, too. Yeah. Poulter's always yeah. been just kind of, like, never close to winning... He, well, he, he finished runner up,
1: um, two years ago. Well, I I have trouble counting 2020 sometimes, but he had this amazing shot. Web Simpson's win. He had Uh-oh. like this amazing shot for runner up. He wasn't really in contention, right, right. But he he made this shot from that's probably the why his name 18. popped into my brain. Yep. Oh yeah, I do remember that shot. Yeah. No player from England has ever won the Players. Um. I'm looking, Brian, I'm looking at looking at Brian Harmon's name, thinking he should be good at the players, but I don't there's know. So if he many he ever guys has. that you think should yeah. be
0: good at the players, yeah. and they're just not. Uh, you would think oh, well, so. some well, yeah, Zach playing. Johnson's another guy.
3: I I tend to think of the short hitters, KJ Goydos, um, Funk, Funk. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't mention any local guys, Russell Knox.
1: It's um, it's interesting because local guys like before Furyk finished second that one year. You look at local guys, and I don't know if the course just plays so drastically differently most of the year than tournament week. But that you would think that would be the case at any I mean, any everybody's like, tournament.
0: why hasn't Jim Furyk won this golf But tournament?
1: Fred Funk, Sucks McCumber, him. were the only two. Yeah. Billy Orschold, G- Jim Furyk, Russell Knox.
0: Frank Licklider.
1: Yeah, the
3: Blade. <laughs> the Blade couldn't win it. Uh, maybe story? you you can speak to this better, but I feel a – I feel the – the pressure on them that week. I feel like they they really oh, yeah. press and they really want to win this tournament. And Furyk. the 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 crowd is behind them. They know who who plays there regularly. Well,
0: that's the cool thing about like the crowd out here is, I mean, the galleries for Furic are this almost the size of Tiger. They're, I mean, people love these dudes. Like, yeah, and like it's very Marshall gets
1: a gator chomp everywhere. Yeah, goes. it's
0: very intimate. People are genuinely pulling for these dudes.
1: I also think, and I touched on it at the beginning. I do think it's one of the hardest tournaments to win because everybody's in it, yeah, every single player has a chance, the finish, everything that goes along with it. I just think it's a really difficult tournament to win, which is why nobody's I think, won it more than twice, right? like you got couples or uh didn't Jack win yeah, it? yeah but not, it, but he won, like it not it not yet, won it when it wasn't here yeah, so you've got a lot of mul- a couple multi winners, but nobody's ever ever won it more than that.
0: All right, who's going to win this year?
1: oh man, good question um give you two picks i tell you one guy who's always played well and seems to be playing well is sergio i mean he's yeah, he's hey, he's in hey. form again and he he is one guy if you look at his record he probably has as many top tens and 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 made cuts as anybody um we should we should look up the all-time money leaders for this tournament i think sergio was up there up. sergio is up there i remember him being up there for a while um Tigers obviously up there anybody with two wins is, is going to be up there sure. um uh, but but my two picks would be Sergio and Spieth. Let's go. Let's yeah. have some fun. You fucker. Let's go. Uh,
0: I thought we were gonna alternate. Yeah, I, but I, I just I was mean to you earlier, so yeah. I'll let you. Sorry. I'll let you do that.
3: This is a fascinating list. The Players Championship all-time earnings. Yeah. Really? Tiger, hey, we, Sergio.
1: Stop there. Let's see if we.
3: Yeah. Who's if, if, all right? So those are the top two, top five. Right. Yes.
1: All right. So Tiger, Sergio,
3: and there's no way you're getting five. Okay. Number five or all five? There's no way you're getting number five. Oh. I bet you can. You could. You could get one of the next two. Uh
0: you gotta think of a guy who's been close or won and been
1: there a lot. So
3: Or or aggregators.
1: Right. Coocher. Yeah. No. Interesting. What Eighth. about oh, the human ATM who actually won that tournament? What about Mickelson?
3: Mickelson is fourth.
1: Okay. There yeah. you go. He's an aggregator.
0: Yeah. Uh, pretty whatever. incredible.
3: The guy in third has only played in it eight times compared to Phil's twenty, Sergio's fourteen, and Tigers sixteen.
0: Eight nine, times? Nine, nine? Nine times. Is it like
3: And he's a winner? Is it I was gonna say is
0: it KJ is Choi?
1: Choi? Is it Webb?
0: No. It? Not
3: neither are in the top ten. Which I
1: think because like the purse has gone off okay. so much.
3: Nope. Siwoo?
1: No. i see woo, baby. He was played it like three times.
3: Uh
1: I would say Rory, but he had such a he had a string of missed cuts. Yeah. No. We're really bad at this. Yeah, we you know, think we're,
0: Henrik Stenson?
3: Uh, I would have make, in a
0: million years. I would have never got Henrik Stenson. Boministic and and, that and who's place.
3: five? Number five is pretty incredible. Mister Nine and Eight himself. No way. Are you serious? Steven Ames.
0: <laughs> that is, is amazing. That is incredible.
3: That Davis is. Love. So Stephen Ames, thirteen events. He's made almost two point eight million at Holy the players. Sh- Davis Love in twenty eight tries made two point seven.
1: How many? Uh, no way. How many of the native trees has Stephen chawed down? Or, you don't? no, Stephen has big teeth.
0: I got the joke. I was doing that. You were talking about food. I was like trying to wrap the whole no, podcast I, I never up. saw him
1: pee in a tree, so I can't. I know.
0: That's what I was asking. We'll talk about it. All right. Let's remember one, one, two, three, go. Dun, 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 dun. dun, dun. Oh, thank you for listening to Rete EPC Sawgrass. We'll see you out there. The wonderful Madness. <laughs> hear ye! Hear ye! <laughs>